Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Hey everyone, it's going to be a short and sweet segment. I apologize up front, but I hope you'll bear with me because I've got lots to talk about in 15 minutes. So here we go. First and foremost, happy Father's Day to all the father figures out there. I say father figures, I say it that way. I purposely have acknowledged it that way for quite a while now. If you go back in the archives, listen to past episodes, you'll realize that I think the first time I ever hosted a Father's Day segment, like a decade or so ago on this podcast when it first began, I had a lot of um, not as good, not positive feedback as Mother's Day, sadly. You know, a lot of people were calling in and saying, well, you know, our message means that, you know, I didn't really have a dad in my life growing up. He wasn't there for me. And so I started asking, well, who is the father figure in your life, whether it's your father himself or your uncle or a pastor or the Lord up above in heaven? Like, who, you know, who do you look to? Who who has been there for you in your life as a father figure? And uh, and so then I started getting really great responses, and I just think that's so cool. And so I like to say happy Father's Day to all the father figures out there. And uh, I know there's also the the people that acknowledge their mom as their father and mother. So happy Father's Day to them as well. And, uh, you know, well, I guess that covers bases there with father and figure. Um, so I'll share with you the father figures. Uh, uh, briefly, I'll share with you some father figures that I've been blessed to have in my life. And also share a couple updates after that about the podcast, some exciting news, some really cool news. Uh, so, Let's see. I'll start with my father that adopted and raised me. Uh, he taught at my high school. If you're a loyal listener, you already know all this, but if you're not, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining. Hope you'll continue to listen. Uh, and loyal listeners, thank you. Thank you also, of course. Uh, so my father uh, taught at my high school. He taught senior English, most, mostly British literature like Macbeth. Shakespeare, all that good stuff and more. And uh, he even handed me my diploma on stage at my high school graduation. My parents chaperoned my prom. As you can see or hear, my parents were very involved in my upbringing. They were both high school teachers. My mom taught at a different high school. And um, it's so funny because looking back, you know, most kids are like scared to just go to high school. And I remember the night before I began high school, the night before my first day of freshman year of high school, I remember asking my older sister, because uh, she's two years older than me, so she had, you know, a bit of time with my dad already at the same school. So I remember asking her, like, I was like, the only thing I'm worried about is what's it going to be like to go to school where my dad teaches? Like, I'm so scared. And she's like, you know, there's pros and cons, but overall, you're going to really love it. He's actually, you know, he would win like teacher of the year. And so he was strict teacher, ironically, and still win teacher of the year, go figure. But yeah, he was um pretty popular teacher. So that kind of went in my favor, I think, luckily. But when I left high school, I'm embarrassed to admit this. Uh, <laughs> I became like the social butterfly in college. And I think partially it's because I was I loved my dad. Please don't get me wrong, but I was always known as like my father, the father's daughter kind of thing. You're like, oh, Mr. Coulthard's daughter, you know. Like I always said, I felt like a football player because they would say like guys would call me by my last name, like a football player, like hey, Coulthard, what's up? And it's like that's, I mean, that is my last name or was, you know, my main name. But it's like, 
yeah, just say my first name. And so when I went off to college, I was so happy just to hear Shell. And uh, my name actually was Michelle, but my parents had always nicknamed me Shell. And so I embraced it when I went off to college and just kind of, you know, that new chance, new opportunity. And I am so off track from Father's Day on to this whole journey of college and days and all. But anyway, <laughs> but but it does tie in. It's because I loved my father very much, but I really feel like I embraced those those four years most definitely I would not change it for anything in the world I'm so thankful for those memories but at the same time it also helped me appreciate going off to college and being my own person you know what I mean and so I became like this very social person I was kind of a nerd and music nerd and quiet and all that in high school I mean I had friends in music especially in band but but college oh college I was very social let me tell you anyway Oh, still off track. Uh, Ten minutes ago. Okay, here we go. So, so rest in peace, Papa. Unfortunately, both my parents that raised me, adopted me, they both died six months apart back in 2008. Um, and ironically, my father I'm speaking about had British roots, yet, like, my main name's actually a British name. And um, ironically, he died on... <laughs> St. Patrick's Day, an Irish holiday, right? I know, go figure. And my biological family, especially on my birth mom's side, have Irish roots, which leads me to my biological father. Uh, sadly, he also has passed on. He passed away in 2014. And, you know, it's weird because that death was so much more difficult than I ever imagined. Like, you know, here I lost both of my parents in 2008, and I was like, you know, turned around, volunteer, taught grief recovery classes after I went through class, just kept going, going, going. So when my, uh, hello, the chat lounge, they just joined the uh, chat room on my podcast. Welcome. So anyway, um, yeah. So what happened was sadly in 2014, after he passed, I think it was just accumulation of so many losses because I'd lost so many people and stuff like six family members, six months when my parents died. But my biological dad, there were a couple of things, um, that I want to mention about him. One is he is a beautiful story of second chances in life. You know, he made peace with all four of us children. You know, I was the only one adopted out. Um, he had my two brothers, mostly raised them. He also had my sister, but sadly he didn't really get to see her much because he divorced her mother. was like, when she was like a baby, I think. But, uh, but he, she, they saw each other like once in a blue moon as she was growing up, but not very often. So anyway, but I was the only one adopted out. And so I didn't actually get to meet him until I was like 24 years old. And, uh, but yeah, I, I was so thankful. Like I met him May, 1999 and he passed away August, 2014. So obviously I had over a decade with him. I was really blessed very thankful about 15 years with him but it was the weirdest thing because I had such mixed emotions when he passed away because when you're reading an adoptee it's like you always have questions always have questions like every time you think you've got all the answers you don't <laughs> at least that's been my journey and so um, when he passed I was so sad because he was like um, a very big supporter of like my stamp comedy goals and dreams so much that he knew that he, he was trying to get me on stage so what he did was he did this, uh, I'll never forget this, one of my favorite memories is he did this dare. He was like, I'll tell you what, Shell, if, if I do open mic night with you, will you do it? And I did not think he'd follow through on this, and he did. He he got up on stage, and he told jokes, and so I did too. 
and my my brother, one of my brothers, birth brothers and his wife were there, and we had such a good time. It was one of my favorite memories. We laughed the entire night. I still laugh looking back. I love that video. I'm so happy I have that recorded because <laughs> it was so funny. But anyway, um, so he was always a good motivator in that regard, and and just just beautiful um, story in general of you know forgiveness and love and um, and I remember like he like took a moment and you know one day just took some time out with each of us four kids you know adults grown of course but us grown children and when with my, when my time came alone with him uh sadly when we knew he was gonna pass soon you know I think he died about a week after this happened and he just hugged me and started crying and just said thank you for forgiving me and like I was just shocked because he was referring back to you know me being given up for adoption and and just that whole story and it just shocked me because I never really said anything or confronted about it I mean yeah I asked questions but I never was like why'd you do that I never was like that conversational I guess you'd say but anyway okay so I'm <laughs> running out of time oh my gosh I haven't even done my updates my birth mom's husband I call my stepdad his name is Anthony I love him so much and I was, I was really sad like I was really really sad because um I was really hoping to like go to breakfast with him and his wife you know my birth mom today because we sometimes will like go out for father's day you know and um every time I hear he's not feeling well I get so worried about him because he's just been there for me and all of us and he's just an awesome guy like when he was when they were younger I remember him riding a motorcycle Harley um, he doesn't do that anymore but he still got that fun adventure side my one of my favorite memories with him and then as I see my birth mom I would, when I was in college I would go or drive and I would go stay at their house like on weekends all the time after the reunion getting to know them and he was such a good sport like I mean he's amazing so I was like hey uh don't you have like some Krispy Kreme donut place opening grand opening and they're like yeah it's gonna open like five in the morning so we stayed up the entire night talking and then went to this like Krispy Kreme place or whatever when it opened at five in the morning and then we came home and ate the donuts and eventually clocked out eventually we all went to bed but had so much fun like I have so many fun memories with him but at the same time he's been there for me he unfortunately lost both his parents in one year uh same year many years ago so when my parents died he was so there for me, especially that Christmas. I'll never forget him just giving me a really good, like, kind of pep talk that I needed so bad at the time. And I just, I love him so much. And I really do look forward to celebrating Father's Day later with him when he feels better. So please pray for him. He's, he just has got a bad back, sadly. You know, he's getting a little older. I don't think he's older. He's just older and uh, just not feeling well. So he had to rest, sadly, this weekend. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, I'll do my quick updates here for y'all. All right. Uh, two things. One is I'm so excited. As a reminder, I have an upcoming interview with Amberly Snyder. You know that movie called Walk, Ride, Rodeo that's on Netflix? Check it out if you haven't yet. So good. That movie is based on her true real life story. You, It's just amazing. She was a rodeo girl. She um top competitor. And she had a horrific car wreck, uh, paralyzed her for life, and yet she just kept going. She, you know, went through lots of physical therapy and eventually got got back to it, and she's still doing it. And it's just amazing. Like, I, she has this uh, video. It's called Wheelchair Wednesdays. They're very motivational. So go to, like, YouTube and look up Amberly Snyder and then find her 
uh, wheelchair Wednesday videos, you'll see what I'm talking about. Like this girl, she puts her mind to it. She she can do it. Like she shows you she can do anything. It's amazing. You will be so inspired. I cannot wait to interview her. I'm so excited. I watched that movie and I was like, I have to interview this girl. Like she motivates me. Like I broke both my arms in 2008, same time. Both my feet broke some same time, like I think 2012. And then I watched this movie and I'm like, oh my gosh, wow. Like I wish I'd seen that movie back then. <laughs> anyway, it's so cool. Um, another exciting announcement. I don't have an interview date lined up yet, but I definitely want to encourage you to check out this book. And I want to say a huge thanks for them sending me the book. Meryl Moss Media is a, is a uh, publication company and the author, her, that's her publicist name, uh, company. But her name is Minot Samuels. And that's one of my perks that I love over the years hosting podcasts. One of my dear friends, Louise Montfon, um, that had the Sarah Stock Tuesday, has a New York Best Time seller book called Until Tuesday. I interviewed him before that book even got known. Like, that's so cool. Like, he just sent me a book and a nice note, and then we get, became lifelong friends until he passed away, sadly. And I just... I, I know some people are like, that's too much homework. I'm like, no, I love it. I'm like, send me whatever. If you want me to re- read your book or review your music, what it, whatever it is, send it my way. Uh, Coffee Talk with Shell, P.O. Box 48508, Fort Worth, Texas, 76148. But back to this particular author and book, Mina Samuels. I hope I'm saying her first name correctly. I need, need to find out for sure. It is called Run Like a Girl, 365 Days a Year. A Practical, Personal, Inspirational Guide for Women Athletes. So I'm like, I'm not much of an athlete. Like, I'm trying to double time my workouts here soon to, like, make up for lost time because I've been working my job so much. But, and it was under the weather as well. But I started reading it, and it honestly can apply to life. Like, anyone Anyone could read this and get inspired from it, seriously. And I love the way she did it. She pretty much takes each date and uh, and writes kind of like in a journal and just really cool, really cool. So, again, check out Run Like a Girl 365 Days a Year by Mina Samuels. And I will keep you all posted as soon as I get an interview time and date lined up with her. Hopefully we can do that on a Sunday night at 8 o'clock Central Time. But if not, we'll do another time and date if she needs to. I will keep you posted. But... I definitely want to encourage y'all to check out that book. And don't forget also to check out Walk, Ride, Rodeo, that movie on Netflix. And learn more about Amberly Snyder and her story, not just from the movie, but look her up. Like, you will see what I'm talking about. She is so inspiring. And see, see why I love doing this podcast? It's an interview and meet inspiring people like Minus Emails author and Amberly Snyder, the radio girl. All right. So. Uh, please keep tuning in Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget this coming Sunday, June 23rd at 8 p.m. Central Time will be my interview with Amberly Snyder. Uh, again, her life based on Walk Ride Rodeo movie. And uh, yeah, oh, and if you have any topic suggestions, interview requests, or just want to say hello, any of that, um, you can always message me. The best way to initially reach out to me is on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. So it's spelled just like it sounds, C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C, uh, Coffee Talk W-C on Twitter. And then you message me some, from there. A lot of people, what they'll do is they'll message me on there, ask about like interview requests or topic suggestions, and then from there we'll coordinate through email or, or what have you. All right. 
So happy Father's Day once again to all the father figures out there. Again, I'm sorry, it's a short and sweet, but I have tons of work to do. I have not caught up yet. I've been under the weather. My boss, Hadley, has been under the weather, and prayers up, he'll be all right, and I keep feeling better, and um, yeah, just, just everything gets better overall. Prayers up for everybody. All right, so thank you all so much for tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always Friday in life. If not sure if this is going to play out, normally I play the song called Time to Go Home by Michael Franti of Spearhead as I dedicate it to all our military and veterans and their loved ones, and a special dedication to the Screaming Eagles and all my military friends serving overseas that listen to my podcast for a decade now. I love y'all. I miss y'all. I hope we can catch up soon, and I hope this doesn't cut off and you can hear the music and my message. All right, love and peace with Shell signing off. Good night and prayers. Those who start wars never fight them. Like them, and those who run long.